Welcome to The Junction Box, the audio cast where what you need to know about the electrical program connects with the experts in the field. This time, we're going to continue our discussion about PLCs with instructor and electrician, Tim Reese. We're going to be picking up where we left off last time, only this time we're going to be talking about the inputs and the outputs of the PLC. With that, Tim, welcome back to the program. Thank you for having me back again. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about the inputs and the outputs of the PLC. First of all, we have to understand the PLC is a very rugged computer. And it's a computer that's actually designed to receive signals from devices and then make decisions based on the signals it receives and then activate other devices based on the signals it receives and the program that's inside the computer. So let's uh, backtrack just a little bit and uh, we'll kind of touch on the input and output instructions that we discussed last week, and we'll also associate those with inputs. Okay, sounds good. First of all, there are physical inputs, which consist of switches. Anything that's on or off, that's an input. And we're only going to go the simplified route this time because this is entry level. There are a lot of other advanced things that we could get into if this were an advanced course, but we're only discussing switches. So you've got manual switches that are operated by an individual. You've got mechanical switches that are operated by some action of a machine, some movement, mechanical movements of some sort. Well, all of these switches can be connected up to the inputs of a PLC. PLCs are devices that have an array of input terminals, and you can connect one switch to each terminal. Each one of these terminals is called an input. They're also referred to as an input address. It's kind of like a, um, it's kind of like a neighborhood. If you want to, if the PLC processor wants to see which switch is on or off, it needs to look at the address. So if you want to find a house, you need to know the town that the house is in. And once you get to the town, you have to get to the neighborhood, and then you have to find the the block that it's on, the street that it's on, and finally you have to have the number of the house to find it. Well, PLCs are arranged in a similar fashion. You've got um, address modules, or input modules, rather. And these input modules, they consist of up to typically 16, there depends on the type of PLC, but t- typically 16 uh, terminals on them to which switches can be connected. The processor looks at each one of those terminals over a very ra- a short period of time to see if they are either turned on or turned off by a switch. Each one of these terminals has to have a switch connected to it. You can only have one switch connected to one terminal, and only one terminal connected to one switch. You can't have more than one. This is part of uh, the PLC rules. The processor then uh, also has, uh, well, let, me, let me back up a second. You also have outputs. Now outputs are devices that are turned on, such as a, a relay coil, a motor starter, uh, a heating, uh, uh, an industrial heater circuit, or perhaps a light, a beacon, 
um, a siren, a horn, a buzzer, any of these things. All these things can be turned on. If you want to turn on electric motors, you want to turn on furnaces, the PLC can do that using the outputs to activate them. Now, <clears throat> the, the program consists of instructions that are associated with each one of those input terminals or each one of those output terminals. The input terminals, they have to have a different set of instructions from the output terminals. We have input instructions that consist of, as I said before, XIC and XIO instructions, which are mimicking the normally open and normally closed contacts that are in the program. And then we have the little uh, parenthesis-shaped type of instruction that is the output instruction, and those instructions actually turn on the outputs to the PLC. So as the program process, the processor scans through all of the inputs, it takes a snapshot of all the inputs to see which ones are on, which ones are off. Then it compares them to the condition of the program, the conditions that are laid out in the program. And all those that match certain conditions in the program, those are form continuity and they will turn on different combinations of outputs. So that's basically in a nutshell, the whole idea of the um, inputs and outputs. It gets rather complex, but typically they're up to, on the large PLCs, they're typically per module about 16 inputs and 16 outputs per module. On the smaller ones, like the fixed I.O. ones, they may have uh, 10 inputs and six outputs on the small ones that are fixed I.O fixed input and output. And I know you can hear the theme music starting back up, so obviously it's time for us to go. Tim, thank you so much for being with us. Oh, glad to be here. Thank you for having me on. Appreciate it. This concludes this edition of The Junction Box. Join us next time as we continue to learn from the experts here at SJVC. A presentation of San Joaquin Valley College.